Well, last couple of years haven't been the easiest couple of years, have they? Last couple of years have, uh, have left a lot of us with a little less hope than we had two years prior. In fact, it's left even some of us a little hopeless. Around this time of year, I, I think a lot of us, we, we hope for some things. Kids everywhere are hoping for that specific present. And they maybe have told you on more than one occasion what, they, what that present is. I know families right now are hoping for a drama-free family gathering around Christmas. I heard one, I heard one person say um, that their dream is to have a close-knit, tight family that lives in a different state. <laughs> and I don't know what brought you guys here tonight. I don't know if it's like, it's Christmas and I always go to church on Christmas, so I'm going. Or if you had a family member, they dragged you here and they're like, you are going to church on Christmas. Whatever brought you here, this is what you need to know is that Christmas is a season of hope. But it's only a season of hope if you choose to embrace the meaning of Christmas. And I don't know what your background is. I don't know where you're from. But this is my heart for every person here tonight is that tonight you will choose to embrace the meaning of Christmas. Because if you will choose to embrace the meaning of Christmas, you can experience the hope of Christmas. If you will embrace the meaning of Christmas, then you will experience the hope of Christmas. Because no matter what you're hoping for this year, hope is alive and hope is available. And in Luke chapter 2, we see the meaning of Christmas. It says in Luke chapter 2 this, in, it says in the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. And here's what you got to know about shepherds. Shepherds were the lowest of the low. No kid was like, hey, when I grow up, I want to be a shepherd. Now, if you grew up and you were a shepherd, it was like hashtag life fail. Nobody wanted, nobody wanted to be a shepherd. That wasn't anybody's dream. But look at who the angel of the Lord announced that Jesus was going to be born to. Verse 9, it says, the angel stood before them, stood before these shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know why the angel had to tell them that? Because if you saw an angel, you would be afraid. They were afraid. He says, don't be afraid. For look, I proclaim to you good news. Can everybody say good news? Ready? Good news. Let's try it again. Ready? Good news. Look at the person next to you and say good news. Good news. The angels also pro proclaim some good news. Now we could all use some good news. Good news of great joy that will be for all people. How many people was this good news for? All people. People that felt less than. People that were outcasted by society. People that were outcasted, maybe even by religious people. People that felt lonely. People that felt forgotten about. People that felt 
inadequate. People that maybe looked at the future of their lives as shepherds, and there wasn't a lot of positives. People that sometimes feel like you feel, and sometimes feel like I feel. The angel says, hey, I have good news for you. And it's not good news for just these religious people or just these people that think they're righteous. This is good news for everybody. Well, what is the good news? The good news in verse 11 is today in the city of David, a savior. Let's all say the word savior. Ready? Savior. A savior was born for you. Who is the Messiah? The Lord. You think about this, like, why did God send a savior? Why couldn't have God sent, like, a politician that would actually tell the truth? Right? What if God would have sent a superhero, like Spider-Man? You guys seen that one just came out? Why would God send, of all things, a savior? I've heard it said this way. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. But since our greatest need was forgiveness, God would have sent, God sent us a savior. Now this time of year, we, we hear about the savior, the baby that was born in Bethlehem. But sometimes what we forget is that that baby 33 years later would be a man and would die on the cross for us. And the very first Christmas gift didn't go under a tree. He climbed on a tree for each of us. And one of the reasons why this is so important to know is because it shows how valuable you are to God. Maybe you've been told that you don't matter. Maybe you have been made to feel that you are less than. Maybe right now in this room, you feel inadequate. Maybe you feel like you don't have any value because of maybe something you've done or maybe because of your life stage. Maybe you've been betrayed or forgotten about or passed over. And I want to speak in a super straightforward way to you tonight that you are so valuable to God that he died for you, that he sent Jesus, his son, to die for you. Now, why did he do it? Well, he died for us because we're sinners. You might hear the fact that we're sinners, and that might make you a little uncomfortable. You know, we have like a, a festive uh, Christmas Eve service, the idea of, of, of being a sinner is uncomfortable. But let's be honest, like, we know it's true. Like, we know we're all selfish. Like, for example, like, you went to that Christmas party, and you guys all took a selfie, right, with your friends. You got together. You guys took a selfie, and you're like, hey, let me see, let me see if this is a good picture. And you looked at the picture, and if you look good in the picture and everybody else look bad, it was a great picture. <laughs> but if you look at it and you look bad in the picture, but everybody else looked good, it was, hey, hey, let's, do, let's take this picture again. That was a bad picture. Why? Because naturally, we're selfish. We're sinful. In fact, it says in Romans, there's none righteous, no, not one. This is why we need a savior and God said, listen, shepherds, lowest of the low, I'm bringing you good news. I'm bringing you good news that I'm sending a savior. And I'm going to give you a sign to confirm that this baby is the savior. 
Verse 12, here's the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger, Luke 2, verse 12 says. He told the shepherds, hey, you're going to find the baby, and this is the sign that he is who he says he is, that he's the one that can forgive sins. And you know that God's a God of grace that gives us signs to draw us to him. You know, the scripture says that God has given us the constellations and the world, the beauty of the world to show us that he is there. Scripture says that God's put people in our lives as a sign that we need Jesus. And this is so good because there are times in my life when I think I'm okay. I think I don't need God. I don't pursue after God. But you know what God does? God pursues after me. And God pursues after us because God is a God of grace. And God has shown sign after sign after sign to get our attention So the shepherds that saw the angel pursuing, really God pursuing after them, made a decision that they were going to pursue after God. In verse 15, the angels had left them. They returned to heaven. And the shepherds said to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what's happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph in the baby who was lying in the manger the hope of the world in front of them. And what is the meaning of Christmas? The meaning of Christmas, guys, is that our sins can be forgiven because this is our greatest need. It's so easy to look at other people around us and think, man, you know what my greatest need is? My greatest need is I just need that kind of car or I need that kind of job or I need that kind of girlfriend or I need that kind of this or that kind of this. That is what I need. I just need to drop about 10 or 15 pounds and get that six pack for the summer. It's like sometimes we think that we need something, but it's often an illusion because often we don't realize what we really need. I was, um, I was watching a interview with Jim Carrey a couple years ago. In fact, um, if we can get that picture up on the screen, kids, can you tell me who that is on the screen? Who is it? Yes, that's the Grinch. Grinch is played by Jim Carrey. Uh, We were actually just watching that the other night. And uh, Jim Carrey plays the Grinch. And in a very transparent moment, Jim Carrey was, was having an interview. And in the interview, he's looking back at all of his success, quote unquote success. He's looking back at all of his awards that he's won and his cars and his fortune and his fame. And he gave this really telling statement. He says, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jim Carrey has everything you can ever dream of. Everything. There is nothing Jim Carrey can't do. There's nothing Jim Carrey can't have. There's not a award he hasn't won. And this is what he says. I wish everybody would get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of. So they can see that it's not the answer. And friend, could it be possible that on this Christmas Eve, what we think we need and what we think is the answer really isn't what we need and really isn't the answer? What if what we really need is our sins forgiven and the hope of Jesus in our lives? And guys, Jesus was born because he wants to be your savior. And what if the reason why you're here tonight is not just because somebody invited you, it's not just because a friend invited you or a family member invited you or, or, uh, or you saw something online. 
but because this is the day that God has been pursuing after you and he wants to invite you to trust Jesus to be your savior and let him change your life. Because Jesus is the answer and he promises that he will accept anybody that comes to him in simple faith. And this is what I'm gonna invite you to do tonight on Christmas Eve 2021 is that if you've never put your faith and trust in Jesus to be your savior, that tonight you would make that decision. And this is what that means. It simply means that you realize that you're a sinner. You realize that you've done wrong. You realize that Jesus lived a perfect life and he died for you. And you make the decision that you're going to trust him to be your savior. Why was Jesus born? He was born to be your savior. And when you embrace the fact that, that he's my savior, when you embrace the fact that I'm loved by him, it is then that you can have hope. So tonight, would you embrace the meaning of Christmas so you can experience the hope of Christmas? Let's all pray together.